0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DW Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Game of shows
2: So, Lawrence, episode two, what did you think?
3: Episode two, it was a classic. It was a, it, of all the episodes we've ever done, <laughs> that is up there. I would say that is up there in my, in my top two.
2: Yeah, it's Definitely. one of the the two best episodes
3: we've it's ever one of done the, isn't it it's one of the two greatest if there was a greatest hits album that would be track <laughs> 1 or 2 on it
2: yeah, yeah. No, i mean good. this week this week it was, was fun i it was good having kind of the boys against the girls this week wasn't it
3: there was it was boys against girls it was kind of hip hop show against hip hop show like yeah, the, his, the his, historical the historical the history boys or the history girls. And yeah. it was, you know, there's just a lot of laughter and a lot of the, the the contestants, once again, completely entered into the spirit of the game, which we wanted to be fun and enjoyable. And they didn't really mind when they got a question wrong, which is good. No, Some people might get upset. Actually, Sophie's reaction, which I edited out, when she first got a question wrong, she just went, brilliant. Because everyone else had got their questions <laughs> wrong. So it came to her at the end of the first round of the first questions and she gets a question wrong and she just goes, oh, brilliant. It's like, like as if, oh, now I know how this is going to go.
2: yeah. I, mean, I did think that they were really good fun, the guys, weren't they? I, at the end of it, when we'd finished, obviously it went on for I don't know, two hours or something, and then we had to edit it down. But by the end of it, my cheeks, it really did feel like we just we had laughter yeah, the whole time. Definitely, well, it was a really fun funny
3: evening. Genuine laughter. And I think, actually, when the moment in the middle, I was thinking about when they tell the stories, of, you know, these yeah. embarrassing moments. One of the reasons they kind of connect with each other so well is because they've all been there and they? they've all had moments yeah. like that and they can really relate. So it is yeah. genuinely funny. And to each other, like, if someone's listening to this, who, who doesn't you know do what they do, who doesn't go on stage, and actually I don't do what they do, I don't go on stage. Yeah. Um, you know, you listen to it with real interest about what it's like to be in that, but when they're listening to each other, they're listening to it on a completely different level. They're like, they totally relate to what each other's saying. Yeah, because I've actually... I've experiences like that as well. And yeah, your, totally,
2: totally. Like, everything they said, I think I've done as well. Fallen over, forgot yeah. lines. I mean, I don't think I've ever fired a, a blank gun and just hit someone instead, but you know, swings and roundabouts. Um, but one thing I did get from last week's episode that people have come back to me, they really like that round, actually. I was, meant to, yeah. I was meant to talk to you off mic. The comments, round that but... takes
3: about 15 minutes to record, yeah. but edited it down to like four minutes or something. But
2: I think that was one of our things, wasn't it? We? we were worried that, would it come across well on, on the podcast? But I think people really like it because it is an
3: insight, as you yeah, just and said. And it's Everything kind of them be just being themselves, talking genuinely about themselves. Yeah. Um, I have to say, although I said I don't do that, I did my brief foray into an acting career did include uh, one season at the Library Theatre in Manchester where I managed to go on stage on opening night with my flies undone and my and my shirt kind of poking through my flies. Oh, no. And there's a moment in, the, it was in the Secret Garden where I had to stand up from my wheelchair and shout something like,
0: I'm straight
3: (laughs) uh, because I was standing upright and the line was something like, I'm straight. But I literally stood up from my chair with my flies undone.
2: Um, One that I can think of is when I was in Joseph, there's a point in the show where there's like, it's obviously sung through Joseph, it's all music. But there's one point in the production I did where one of the brothers runs on right at the end and Jacob comes to Egypt to see Joseph now as Prince. And one of the brothers runs on and goes, Hey, look, it's dad. Over, the, over some music. And that was my line. I was lucky enough to get that one line. Well so I used done. to run on a line downstage the... left, point over to stage right. Hey, look, it's dad. One particular show I ran on and absolutely stacked it. Oh, my dear. trousers just went under my shoe, absolutely stacked it, downstage uh, left. Obviously, when you're in that show, it's like 11 brothers all having a laugh. So you can imagine what they were like on stage yeah. afterwards.
3: Bit of camaraderie. A bit of um, camaraderie. Yeah, good story. Six yeah. points, I think. Oh, yes. <laughs>
2: But also, this—it's been a big week for us, though. This week, isn't it? We've it we've has become, because yeah, we're now we're live on Spotify, yep. Apple Podcasts, yeah, Podbean, Podbean, we're on, all, we're on all the sites.
3: <laughs> we're on all the all the best sites. But actually, I think the fact that we're now on iTunes is is a great moment for the podcast. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, and I I think did... this is
2: now the moment that that now as official podcast presenters, we need to say. Download it,
3: like, subscribe, like, and comment, comment. That's what you Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Download, like, subscribe, and comment. And uh, I was thinking of changing my profile on Facebook to read composer, lyricist, quiz show host. Oh, yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And also, we could maybe we should say now that we've, you know, our, our Instagram's now up and running and our Twitter's up and running uh, at shows underscore quiz. And what's our
3: Instagram? At game of shows quiz.
2: Yeah, and Instagram at Game of Shows quiz. We could maybe ask people who are listening if they enjoy it to send us a little message and tell us what, what they like about the that podcast. That would be amazing. And, yes. Because we've already started having some comments on Twitter and stuff. And it's really nice to read that people are enjoying it and playing along. Um yeah, so yeah, so feel good. free to send us messages.
3: Send us and, messages. And maybe to suggest which shows you think we should get on the on the show, which musicals yeah. we should get on the show. Who we That's should good. who are the who are the big, you know, stars of the shows that you would really love to hear. On Game of Shows, because we could, I don't know, text them or something.
2: Well, yeah, because here at Game of Shows Quiz, we like to make dreams happen.
3: We do. (laughs) (laughs) Talking of making (laughs) dreams happen, I had a dream Mm. that you and I sat and uh, chatted to Sophie Isaacs and Natalie Paris and Erin Lee Lambert and Jay Perry. No way. I had the same dream too. I know. I... Felt like we chatted to them for about twenty minutes about their lives and what it's like being in Hamilton and Six, and it, it does sound quite amazing. So we wanted okay, to so to cue share that cue dreamy music. <laughs> uh, here is so uh, let's listen to when Chris and Lawrence met the guys from Six and Hamilton. Game of Shows. So. Uh, Sophie and Natalie, tell us a bit about what it's like to actually be in Six, this phenomenon that's kind of taking the world by storm.
1: It's so much fun, um, We, it's such a, an amazing, empowering show to be a part of. And um, and also, every, every day I go into work, we have so much fun together. Um, been a whirlwind in a, the best way possible.
3: <laughs> I was reading that you are now the longest serving queen now that now that Amy, yeah. you're, you're the um you're the <laughs> I don't know what the uh work would be
1: the last one standing. standing, the queen of queens. <laughs>
3: um, but I was also <laughs> reading that you've been doing this since you were very small, haven't you? You've been you were a ballet girl in Billy Elliot, you were young gazette. Do you yeah. do you is, do you like it when people talk about that about the fact that you were? yeah
1: them? yeah you could talk about it
3: <laughs> so uh, how, what's it like going from being a, a y- my youngest daughter was a ballet girl in Billy in fact both my daughters have been been doing oh. shows and they they I mean they've been doing them all they've got like six West End credits between them they've been doing it a long time and aspire to go on wow. and, and be um and be uh you know adult professionals did you always know that that was on the cards for you did you always determine to see it through
1: um yeah I think so I mean um Obviously, I, I was so lucky as a child. I, I loved it so much, um, and I think, especially now looking back, um, those experiences that I had um, doing—you know—most of my friends are in school every day, and I got.
3: Yeah did you did you did you go to a stage school as well, or were you at regular school?
1: I was at regular school until. Um, when I was I was 12 I, I begged my parents to let me go to stage school and they were like no oh. <laughs> um but no I I did I got into Italia Conti and they they did eventually let me go which was so much fun but um yeah I feel and like was it a
3: seamless transition from being a child performer to an adult performer or did you kind of you went to RADA I think did you in between or
1: I did yeah um no I, I kind of had a, a bit of a break I uh I gigged loads. I was part of like a Motown band and um I I kind of did my own thing for a while. Um and uh and then yeah, I then I kind of missed it and I, I did uh, the foundation course at Rada which was the best year of my life. Um and yeah, and then I that's kind of I came back into it and and got six and um yeah, I was very lucky that that was kind of my first adult wow. job, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Not so uh, so no, I had I had some time out um, for quite a while to kind of do my own thing and and the more of the like the poppy side of, of things and then found my way back.
3: <laughs> and actually you've you've found yourself but in the perfect musical for that in a way, that that combination of the two. Yeah, the two it was things. perfect
4: for me. So yeah.
3: Sophie Isaacs. Uh so what about you? were you a child performer as well? Have you been doing this since you were tiny? I
4: didn't do ever do it professionally when I was small. Um my mum owns a stagecoach franchise in Cheltenham, still does. Oh, wow. So it was part of theatre and stuff, was always part of me growing up, and we loved it. And she was amazing at taking us to the West End. Her best friend was a really, really successful West End actor, did loads of stuff. So we'd go down all the time and experience it. And it was always part of my upbringing, but I, I didn't work hard enough, basically, when I was a kid to even... <laughs> be in a show and then about four at the age of 14 I went oh people do this as a job like you get paid (laughs) you do every day that's brilliant so then I actually thought okay I'll try really hard and I'll I'll actually um focus my energy into doing it as a career so it's a bit later on my sister danced from the age of like three or something and I just wasn't really interested and just sort of thought, oh, okay, whatever.
3: And and look at you now. And you're <laughs> you're you've got a pretty impressive CV. Well, how does six compare to all the other musicals that you've you've done? Is it a new experience being in something that I mean you've been in successful shows, but this is must be different.
4: Yeah, it's amazing. I kind of feel like Heathers was like my training to deal yeah. with <laughs> it. That's a fan base, isn't there, for Heathers? Yeah. Um, so like. I think it's a similar fan base. It's a similar audience in age and stuff. So I think that kind of opened my eyes to that world. Um, but it is certainly like nothing I have ever experienced, and possibly will never yeah. experience again. And I think it's incredible. Oh. Yeah.
3: Are you are you accosted at the stage door every night by by? No. Well, not on the not on the moment. I oh, suppose no. <laughs>
4: stand back door going <laughs> hello. Anybody like an
5: autograph?
4: <laughs> yeah, it's really it's a really good setup, actually. You don't have to, but we all choose to because it's just such a nice thing when you've had such an amazing response on stage to the audience loving what you've done as much as you've loved giving the performance that you've given um, to meet them afterwards. It's just a really, really nice little cherry on the
3: cake. And do you see a lot, do a lot, come back, come back, like night after, well, not necessarily night after night, but over and over again?
4: Yeah, well, Nat yeah. will probably be able to tell you about that more than really. <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah,
1: we we do, which is is lovely, and I think what is really nice as well is that like um, a lot of the fans have found their friendship groups and and feel like they fit in somewhere through the show, which is so amazing. They've kind of they've formed their own friendships, which maybe they they haven't had in school or whatever, and they've kind of found that through their love for the show, which is so lovely to see and you know and we see the same sort of faces which is Do you think it feels like nice,
2: when yeah. I was at school growing up the Spice Girls were obviously massive and that was like girl power and it feels like Six <laughs> is like yeah. the equivalent of you know the Spice Girls back then in, in pop world and now Six is kind yeah. of the musical theatre version of it. Does it feel like you are a musical theatre pop star? Yeah. yeah Spice Girl. Does it Actually feel maybe like that, there's a question <laughs> yeah, like what, that what Spice Girl would you be in Six?
1: Oh well, as in, as in me as Natalie or me as Jane. Uh,
2: your character, yeah. Let's see your character. Which Spice Girl would your character be? Uh,
1: I think Jane would be mm. Baby. Oh, would she be Baby Spice? Oh, I don't know actually, because she's not as like.
3: It's interesting. They do. They do have very clear, different kind of character traits, though, don't they? As you go through six, you meet six different women who have these kind of strong character traits that in a way every every young woman in the audience is going to be able to relate to yeah I think that was the the genius of the Spice Girls in a way wasn't it yeah and 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 then One Direction or all those other things for 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 guys to to relate to
1: yeah I think that's why it's had so much success and such a, a fan base as well because there's some part or some trait or some message that every single young girl yeah, can look to and, and like, yeah, and like to and relate yeah and relate to and it was feel... needed
3: in that sense really you can't you can't really think of another show that that does that really mm.
0: hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting
1: Go to your happy place for a happy
5: price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
3: Thank you, ladies. Let's talk to the guys because they're very patiently sat there. (laughs) Thank you, gentlemen, for sitting and and listening to the ladies. But, uh, you know, talking about um, empowering shows and shows with uh, something of a fan base and a a modicum of international success. You guys are both in Hamilton. Yes, we are. Yes. I mean, you're the whole. We could do the whole show here. Yeah. Do the we? whole we show be. now,
5: do Probably. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I I, oh, <laughs> I kind of thought that was what this Ow. was. So I've kind <laughs> of come prepared. Press play. <laughs> Press play. <laughs> and, uh, um, it's either going to be that, or I'm going to choose which <laughs> Spice Girl I'm going to be, and I'm going to. That's my next back, question. Yeah, a <laughs> lot of those questions, yeah.
0: A lot of those questions I wanted to answer, yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> one of the most fascinating: the fact that you have to cover multiple roles to to be able to um play a role in a musical is fascinating for anyone who goes to see theatre but to see someone who last night was perhaps playing the opposite role I mean uh Jay when you how do you know whether to kill or be killed (laughs) (laughs) uh if you were if you were on the the, do you sometimes find you're like on one night for one role and on the next night for another or do you have yeah I mean
5: I so I cover three roles I um I stand by three roles and um on the last week before we all the theatres closed, um, I was on for all three. So, them kind of weeks, wow. it's it's just madness. It's just you. I guess you you just get on with it, didn't you, Aaron? I yep. mean, you just you have to you got to do it, so you get on with it um, and just hope for the best <laughs> and hope you don't tread on someone else's lines.
3: I'll bet Chris was telling me a story about when he was. Uh, doing a similar thing in Jersey Boys years ago, and a, a friend of ours, a mutual friend, saw him sat in the corner in rehearsals, kind of with his head in his hands, just trying. They were like, just "What's too wrong, Chris?" And too you were, much. but then, uh, but then
2: for me, it was like I, I swung six parts, but nowhere near the scale of of the parts you're playing. So that that's like a hall of the ball game, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it requires a versatility, but I think more than anything, if if you just kind of give in to the material, like luckily um the material that we're given is so good that it kind of makes you raise your game. Um and I don't I don't want to speak for Jay, but I mean I definitely felt like in rehearsals
3: originally, like I am never gonna be able to learn all of this. Yes, because there's like Three times the amount of words in Hamilton. Than there exactly, are in and that's one way. track, and I cover four. So,
0: like, it it feels it feels insurmountable. But I I think luckily with our particular show that the, the material is really really good, and it gives you so much to work with and so much to kind of strive towards. Um, it's it's made me a better um a better performer wholeheartedly.
5: Yeah, yeah, I agree. What I do have to say though is that it took me about. Maybe four four months or something to learn my three tracks. Maybe four months, and then this coronavirus has happened. So <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go back and have to spend another four months just relearning the tracks because I don't well. I guess them. you won't. No, yeah, but it'll, it'll <laughs> come flooding back. But
3: hopefully, they'll <laughs> let you go back into rehearsal a little bit. They won't just text you and say, "We're up yeah. tomorrow." Yeah. Jay, you're on.
5: I'm gonna need it. Otherwise, it's gonna be a real car crash. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> but actually, that the logistics of that coming out of lockdown for all of your shows is unbelievable. Really, to think about the the longer this goes on, the scale of getting these shows back up and
4: I'm excited. I'm excited to get in the rehearsal room because I rehearsed on my own and all the girls were still performing. Oh, yeah. Mm. So I've never rehearsed with them. I'm like, yes, get me in there. (laughs) I can't wait. I was rehearsing panto at the same, I was in panto at the same time. Yeah. So I would rehearse in the morning. So I, I am like chomping at the bit to get in the rehearsal room and just being with them all. I can't wait.
2: Um, obviously both shows are featuring like real historical people from from how does that differ playing someone that's you know from history and not a fictional character
1: um well i think for six especially we are playing historical characters but we're not kind of we're not playing them completely legit as to yeah like in the period and everything like that we're kind of we've had the, the freedom I guess not the freedom the creativity to kind of put our own sort of influence in on like Jane and all these all these queens so we obviously did do all the research and and looked up the women the queens as them but I think because they're kind of pop inspired as well um, that we're not playing them legit like there's a lot of me that I put into the role as well so it's kind of it's yeah. it's a bit it's a bit of is both. That, is that encouraged them, during like the rehearsal you know, process to
2: bring your own spin on on the parts?
1: Yeah, 100% Yeah, massively. That's quite refreshing, right, to was, be able to um, do that. Yeah, which makes it. Yeah, yeah. It's it was um. It's quite a special show to to be involved in, I guess. Which is um, yeah. I'm
2: what about the Hamilton yeah, guys?
0: <laughs> Similar thing,
2: or is it more rigid, st- stuck to history?
0: i mean it's it's definitely not rigid in the sense they're like george washington walked like this you yeah. must walk like this it's i think it's more of a case of you know this is based on real people and this is these are real situations that happen some things are slightly embellished you know to make a musical that's two and a half hours long but um i think i, I never experienced anyone telling me oh no that that's not how george washington was it's more a case of well, you know, they they won. Well, oh, yeah. And, and also like um, a case of do the research understand the context historically But then in our play there are a series of, you know Actions and happenings and just play the character and play the truth within those actions and play them and bring to them um, yourself because uh, so much of I think the casting in our show is about people today being people from from history who are significant and how might that um, present itself because there are a lot of parallels can be drawn. And I think that's kind of the point of the show really is like immigrants of that time versus immigrants, immigrants of today.
3: And do you think that's different for an American audience that is particularly resonant for an American audience, but do you think it kind of cuts through for a, a British audience that, that kind of in the same way?
5: Um, I think so. Um, I mean, I was lucky enough to see the show in New York, and then obviously happened to be in it now in London. Um, and so, I think, in terms of, I think what comes through in the show is the humanity. Is 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 how, um, at our core, we it challenges good versus evil versus you know just the challenges that we all face in, in, in life. And I think that regardless of the characters being, you know, based in the 1700s or now, I think that, that, that that humanity still stands. I think that's what gets pushed to the forefront regardless of when it's set in time. And I think it does transcend from, from one country to another really well. When you
3: saw the show in America, were you sitting there watching it, thinking, "I have to be in this show one day"?
5: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, I saw it really, <laughs> I saw it really early on, so I got to see the original cast, and um, I, I remember watching it and going, "That that has to be me." I don't know how it's going to be me. I don't know how I'm going to get in that show because I can't dance it, so I don't know how I'm going to get in that show. <laughs> but, um, so the day you got your call
3: from the the day you got the call from your agent and said you're in, you got it. That must have been something else.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of musical theatre and I've always been a fan of musical theatre but uh, for me this was the show that, that of my, I guess my generation, I guess every generation has like a show whether it be Rent or Les Mis or whatever but for me this was the show that I was like it means a lot to me um, to watch and to, to kind of experience but to be a part of would just be like ridiculous. So. Do
3: you all feel that kind of that there's a slight weight of responsibility in the way that your show kind of has a, an element of empowerment of black and ethnic minority people, the way that Six is about empowering women. Does that feel like a responsibility as well as a performer? I think more than anything, it's about representation. It's
0: about what, when I was growing up, what I saw on stage versus what I think audiences now have the opportunity to see on stage. Um, I, I guess it, 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 Responsibility is a word, but for me, like it, it feels more like a privilege—a privilege to represent people who look like me, who look who might not have seen people who look like them on big stages. Um, it, it does feel like a privilege to be able to be part of that kind of legacy and and journey as far as this industry goes, as offering um, representation and and and. And visibility for people who look slightly different than the traditional representation. Game
3: of shows. Wasn't that fun? Hearing the guys. That was that was great. Lovely to listen to them talk about that. Uh I the thing that st- will stay with me actually is that idea of Jay sitting in a Broadway theatre watching Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, you know, thinking almost thinking, I wish that was me. Do you know what I mean? Obviously he's a a seasoned professional performer, he's have, he's got a great career, but sitting there thinking, "I've got to do that show." And you know, look at him now.
2: I think that moment will be like a real moment of like inspiration for you know maybe some of our yeah. listeners who who are passionate about musical theatre, maybe want to go into it themselves. That actually, if you want something, it can happen.
3: It it's, can, it's yeah, amazing. absolutely. And also, what I uh, the other thing I think is doubly interesting about having Jay and Aaron on is the job that they do as standby for Hamilton, and you look at that mm. program and you kind of, you know, you might just slightly dismiss that, stand by so-and-so, stand by. That literally means, and correct me if I'm wrong, that every day they are ready to go on as either Alexander Hamilton or Aaron Burr or King George or Hercules Mulligan or George Washington, and they have to go on stage in that thing and yeah. and know, you know, every every step of that track to be able to with potentially, I don't know what half an hour's notice. I suppose if the, if, yeah, the... if someone could
2: go off literally at the half, like I've done it, where it's when I was in Jersey Boys and I was swing, it, someone went off at the opening number, so the show had started. I got a phone call to we were on level four of the theater, and there was phones on each level, so you can get be contactable. Got a phone call from the company manager saying you need to get ready now. You're going on now. Whoa! So like literally, as allowed the opening number had started, you could hear it on on the playback and I was getting into costume. I went on without my hair. Thinking you were doing a with. Other,
3: other thinking. Oh my
2: God. Oh. That used to happen all the time. What what track am I on for? It is, yeah. it's, it's such a skill. And I think you're right. People don't really appreciate the, the role as a swing or a standby. Yeah. The, the how, levels how of, of
3: performing ability. I mean, you literally have to be, I mean, Aaron played it down. He said it requires a certain level of versatility. I think he's being incredibly humble there. It requires a massive amount of versatility, doesn't it? To a, uh, to be, well, able to, to be able you're to cover essentially covering,
2: you're essentially covering cover like you're covering a, a range of roles that yeah. should be for six people or four people and you're one person covering that range it's massive yeah.
3: fantastic but, but it is an amazing job it is so much fun yeah i'll bet i'll bet and it's, and especially in something like hamilton i would think that yeah. uh, they 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 must be having the time of their lives obviously at the moment lockdown waiting for it to, to come back yeah. but they must be having an absolute ball
2: I thought it was interesting what Sophie was saying about the rehearsal process
3: and how she's looking yes, forward to getting I, in the room yeah, with the other girls. Yeah, that's, that's amazing, isn't it? To think that she and yeah. um, again, people just wouldn't know that watching a show. They, you would assume what, when you watch a show that these people rehearse together to hone their work as a, as a unit. Um, she rehearsed completely separately, I guess her and a, and a, a resident director and, Choreographer, and And then just you're in. You're into the show, and you've got to fit in with five other girls who've been doing it maybe for six months. That That take that takes some.
2: Can you imagine the fun in that rehearsal room when they're allowed back? When they're all allowed back in, now that they know each other and they're obviously the yeah gelled because they've done a few shows together.
3: How long do you think they would rehearse for coming out of lockdown? Now, I guess it's just a case of brushing it up, isn't
2: it? I think they might give them a week or something, maybe to get back up and running. Hopefully, soon. Anyway. Yeah,
3: and I was thinking. I mean, obviously, it doesn't really apply for for six, but some of those big shows, they're going to need a lot of WD forty for the uh, for the set, aren't they? <laughs> yeah,
2: make sure it's all working. Stuff. Make
3: sure it's all working. Like I'm thinking about like big, but well, I was I was going to say Miz with the barricade, but does Miz have a barricade anymore? It does it still even... does
2: have a barricade? Yeah. Where do you
3: does it have the old barricade, or do you think that's like in Cameron's lobby, like as you yeah. walk in? Yeah, the doorbell that you pray again go bam bam <laughs> so uh so yes so again as i keep saying i just you know hope we can start going to watch west end theater again soon yeah. and um it feels very strange knowing they're not there and not being able to go and see them i have my tickets for sunday in the park with george oh, yeah. um, which have just been i've just heard that that's all been i don't know shelved for now but i guess it'll happen i was yeah. looking forward to seeing jake we should get him to... on the show. We'll get Jake Gillenhall on the show when he's when he's in London.
2: Oh, yeah, I'll text him now. Do it. Yeah. Thank
3: you. Say hi. Hey,
2: Jake. New phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> my my final question for you, Lawrence Markwives. Yeah. Before we go. When the theatres reopen, obviously I know you were gonna go and see Sunday in the park with George, but current current shows, what what would be like a show that you really want to go and see? Because I think I've thought a lot about Oh, what haven't I seen? I really should see that now. But... Uh,
3: I think, you know, what I haven't seen yet It's nine to five. And I really want to go and see nine to five. Yeah. So I hope very much that it comes back and that I can go and see that because yeah. I, I love the recording. So I think that would be definitely on my list. What about you?
2: Well, I'm at the risk of sounding like the biggest sucker here. Like I'm trying to um, win brownie points. But I did promise Zizi that I would go and see her in Mary Poppins This was like last year when we did we did a summer school together last year, and that was just before she went back into it. And obviously it's now nearly a year and a half. Yeah, and she
3: did make a point actually of saying that at one point. I remember she She shamed me live on the podcast. She did. She was very um she it's not gone unnoticed. Let's just say that. And then
2: also again at the risk of of sounding like a sucker, I do really want to see six because I haven't seen six yet. Yeah,
3: it's definitely worth definitely worth 70 minutes of your time yeah so now i have some
2: contacts and a couple of couple of tickets for hamilton wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't go amiss
3: yeah. i mean Goins. we have,
2: to have a we have, to have a perk to this job right don't we
3: I'd, i, would, Is I would it would a job or no it would definitely oh, be one. you can't call this work chris not when you love it not when yeah. you love it the way we do <laughs> and uh, and hopefully our audience our increasing audience will uh, love it too but um so let's just say that again we're on iTunes we're on Spotify gameofshowsquiz.com um so you there's many many ways you can listen to the show subscribe to it comment on it like it and tell your friends
2: yeah spread the word
3: whatever else you do help us spread the word about this if you are a fan of musicals this quiz is for you and uh the wonderful performers that we enjoy and that it just would not happen without um, so get in touch, keep in touch, listen to us, and stay safe, stay in, stay alert. Oh God! Stay alert, stay and alert, and listen guys. to podcasts and listen to yes this one. Thank you.
2: We will uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye bye. Game of shows. Jake Gyllenhaal. Hi, it's Chris Studdard from Game of Shows.